All right, folks, um, I wish I could say good evening, but it was most certainly not a good evening, but it is another brand new edition of the 901 Soccer Podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Dockery. You can find me on Twitter at LDoc93. Find the 901 Soccer Podcast on Twitter at 901SoccerPod. You can find us on Facebook as well. Just search 901 Soccer and we'll pop right up. Um, so, first home game in a while, 901 FC plays OKC Energy FC, and it was just dreadful. It was very much 2019, very much 2020, all over again. Um, there's not a whole lot to say, so it's not going to be a real, real long episode here tonight, but um, it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a banged up team. They're not very good. I know we were riding high for a minute there with that unbeaten streak to get us right back to, to 500 for the first time in club history, and then just as quick as we got there, it's, it's gone. Um, so I'll talk, I guess I'll talk about that a little bit. There's, this is always uh, hard, not like emotionally hard or anything like that, because that would be weird. It's just that I don't really know what all there is to say uh, about this game against OKC. Um, they just weren't good. It was ugly. It was brutal. Disappointing. And you're just going to have to move on down the road. Luckily, there's another game coming up real quick on Saturday against Birmingham again. So that'll be, you know, hopefully it's a scenario where you can just put this one out of your mind and focus on the next game real quick. But we'll dive, do a little bit of a deeper dive. I don't know how deep we're going to dive. Uh, we may be only in the uh, three-foot end of the pool for the entirety of the evening. But before we go any further, just want to remind everybody that the 901 Soccer Podcast comes to you from the Fava Firm studio. If you are one of the millions of Americans who is currently behind on rent or for, uh, mortgage payments and you're facing issues like eviction or foreclosure, or if you have to deal with scenarios like medical bills out of control, credit card debt, uh, vehicle repossession, uh, bank account garnishment, uh, paycheck garnishment. you got to deal with any of that. Give the folks at Favor Firm a call and see if they can be of any assistance to you. The number to call is 662-536-1116. If you're in North Mississippi or West Tennessee, they can definitely give you a hand and get you back on the road to financial stability. So Memphis 901 FC taken on... OKC Energy, and first off, just, I, don't, I know I talk about attendance a lot, um, I'm just, that's just one of my cool little hobbies that I have. Uh, the attendance this year is, it's starting to become a little bit of a problem, in my opinion. Um, I don't know necessarily why that is. Uh, perhaps it's because the team isn't all that good. Perhaps it's because, I don't know, uh, all the coulda, woulda, shoulda behind it. Um, I'm sure uh, COVID definitely has something to do with it, though not nearly as large of a factor as I think people want to build it up to. But, I mean, the game against OKC on... Wednesday, and granted, yes, I know it's a weeknight, yes, it's, you know, it's a Wednesday, it's a church night, weeknight, it's not a Saturday, it's not a Friday, I get all that, um, but this was the second lowest crowd of the year, announced attendance was 3,816, if I had to ballpark it, see what I did there, 
Um, if I had to ballpark it, uh, I'd say it was probably closer to about a thousand people actually there. And guys, these tickets aren't expensive. I mean, you could it was 901 day. You could have gotten a ticket for $9.01 and gotten a free beer to go with it. So it's not like it's U.S. soccer and they're just gouging the crap out of you on the ticket prices. These tickets are not outrageously expensive. Um, so seven home games on the year, total attendance 32,840. Average attendance is 4,691. Um, that is down from... 2019, the actual last real full season we had, that was 6,564. So you're talking um, about a 2,000 person per game drop-off between 2019 and 2021. Uh, that's a problem. I don't know how you sort that out. Um, the lack of coverage from the rest of the local media certainly doesn't help. You know, it, it has not escaped my notice, or it did not escape my notice tonight, I should say, that despite it being 901 day, and Memphis 901 FC being the only team playing in the 901 on 901 day, um, the local media that was there was it was me. There was John Varlas from the Daily Memphian, and uh, Channel Three was down there. Uh, Jeff, I forget his last name, um, but he was from Channel Three down there with his camera, with the mic, all that stuff. There were three of us. Um, Corinne from the Commercial Appeal, I'm not exactly sure why she wasn't there. Uh, I don't want to speculate on anything. I have no earthly idea. Um, but she's, you know, she's usually there, so her, a one-off from her is not terribly, uh, disappointing or a cause for alarm or anything, I don't think. Um, and lately, I've noticed the last several games, um, since, uh, 98.9 The Bridge, uh, moved from playing music to now I believe they're almost exclusively talk radio. Uh, Jeff Brightwell has been at just about every single home game since they made that switch. Eh, very, very bizarre not to see him there tonight. Um, but I'll give a pass to Corinne and Jeff and the people who have been there on a fairly regular basis and just couldn't make it tonight for whatever reason. That's fine. Uh, I've missed games this year. Uh, I can't, you know, harp on the other regulars for missing a game here or there. Uh, that would be hypocritical, especially with uh, me maybe or maybe not going to be there this Saturday. No, but what I have the issue with is the other outlets and their lack of presence. Specifically, 92.9. I don't understand how you can be the lead sports talk radio station in town and at no point have they ever had any presence at any one of these games, ever. Never, ever, ever, never, 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 never. Not once. Not once. How can you be the lead sports network in the city and not talk about the only sport going on in the city on that particular night on 901 Day? Uh, I guess they're too busy drinking all of Penny Hardaway's bath water. Um, uh, but uh, but uh, nobody from 92.9, nobody from Grand City Media, nobody from 24, Channel 5, you know... Fox 13, where are they at? What in the sports world going on in Memphis was so important tonight that you couldn't be at the 901 FC game? Not that it would have mattered, because uh, if they had showed up tonight, they would all have been like, see, this is why we don't show up. This team blows, Jack. Uh, which, it certainly seems to be the case uh, of late, because you know we, we were all excited in the month of July and stretching into the first 
day of August when 901FC was running that five-game unbeaten streak. Had a 2-2 draw with Atlanta, 1-0 win over Birmingham, 1-1 draw with Indy, 1-0 win over Tulsa, 2-1 win over Sporting Kansas City, too. And the, the wheels have kind of, uh, kind of come off since then. It has, it has not been pretty. I believe we are now looking at a five-game winless streak, if I'm not mistaken. They, they, you had the August 7th 4-1 loss to OKC, 1-1 draw with Birmingham, 2-1 uh, loss to Tulsa, and uh, the 0-0 draw this weekend, and then a 1-0 loss tonight. So, goal scoring has started to become just a little bit of a problem. I think we, it looks like uh, 901FC has scored more than one goal exactly one time well, exactly twice since July. So from the first, you know, from July the 3rd through now, we scored more than a goal twice. 2-2 two, two draw with Atlanta, 2-1 win over Sporting Kansas City. 2. Sporting KC 2, excuse me. Um, I think the goal scoring problem was overshadowed a little bit by the fact that Kyle Murphy happened to score in, like, every single game until this past Sunday. Um, but... As far as the game against OKC on Wednesday night, um, I asked Coach Pierman about it. I asked him straight up. I was like, is this just going to be a burn-the-tape-and-move-on kind of game? And he wanted to say yes, but he also didn't want to, you know, just kind of discount the fact that they looked like crap. Um, but I think this is just going to have to be a burn-the-tape-and-move-on game with a game coming up on Saturday against, against a rival in Birmingham. But... You know, they, they, they didn't create... They created a lot of half chances, but they didn't create any, like, real chances. I mean, there was one... There was a cross that kind of grazed the crossbar. A lot of the crosses kind of dropped in that... Right around the penalty spot area, but there weren't, you know, bullet crosses. They were just kind of floating and dropping down, and um, it, which was very frustrating. And perhaps the most frustrating thing about the game against OKC was the fact that you had a man advantage for basically 70 minutes of the game, 65 to 70 minutes of the game, over an hour. And you didn't do anything with it. Not only did you do nothing with it, you did less than nothing with it. OKC did something with their man disadvantage. You come out of halftime, I'm talking like a minute and a half, two minutes tops, and concede a goal. I mean, that was a goalkeeper, defender, forward, back of the net. I don't know what the deep, what the what the back line was doing. Everybody was just kind of switched off in La La Land. I don't know. Um, I can't speak for you know what they were looking at, what they were thinking, or what they're doing. But they weren't really doing much of anything. So it was Bijev, I believe, was is how you pronounce his name from OKC. Long ball, great cross, boom, one zero. Now, credit to Coach Pierman uh, after that. He knew they were, they were kind of banged up and they were going to have a difficult time breaking down OKC, who was already in bunker mode after going a man down and for sure going into bunker mode a man down with a 1-0 lead. Um, so he said probably two or three minutes right after they gave up that goal, they went to three at the back and started throwing more numbers into the attack. Uh, so I'll give him some credit for that. And then he made a bunch of attacking-minded substitutions, but... You can give them all the credit you want for trying to push the right buttons, but when the ball doesn't end up in the back of the net or even really come close, you know, there's, there's only so much credit you can give. You're at your credit limit. Um, 
I mean, Kyle Murphy really looked like the uh, Kyle Murphy and Laurent Kissiadou were really the only two out there who looked like they cared. Um, and I get that the team's kind of banged up, and you're coming off of a, a couple of, you know, three or four disappointing results in a row. But you're up a man, and you're at home, and you're down a goal. I would have expected just a little bit more urgency from the players. And I'll I'll say this: the number. I get that this is not the Premier League, the Champions League, the World Cup, high high level. Super, super high-level soccer, but the number of passes and crosses that fail to make it past the first defender is just staggering to me. Especially coming in from a wing and trying to get into the box or trying to pass the ball around a defender and all they, like they don't even have to stick their foot out; they just shoot it right into their leg and it gets cleared. I swear to God, that must have happened probably fifty times against OKC, and it's just one of those things that just makes you start banging your head against the wall. Because, you know, if, if there's a goalkeeper out there who is having just the absolute performance of his life, or if they are throwing their bodies to clear the ball off the line, you know, if they're doing stuff like that, you can live with whatever. You know, you're just like, you know what? But when you can't get the ball past the first defender and you can't pass it to your teammate, that's frustrating. That is irritating. And that needs to happen, you know, not nearly as much as it does happen. Um, other than that, not a whole lot to say. OKC didn't really do, do too much wrong to, to take advantage of, but not a one FC didn't do much to make, force them into errors. One thing Coach Pierman said after the game was that they, their, uh, side to side passing was, was not nearly good enough in order to kind of open OKC up and kind of spread them out. Um, I forget exactly what the phrase he used was, but that was the gist of it. Um, and yeah, they, they just kind of, they were very compact. They were hard to break down, but they didn't really do anything special that made them hard to break down. So, um, teams got to get healthy, but when they're, they got to start getting the ball past the first defender, making quality crosses into the area, taking advantage of the chances that they do end up creating. But... Other than that, that is really all I've got for you this evening. Um, not too much more to say. Um, back home again on Saturday against Birmingham. Uh, I mentioned in the open I might or might not be there just because this is going to be my last weekend of being able to sit at home and do nothing, uh, probably until about Christmas. So um, with me already, I'm already going. I did uh, get approved for the press credential for the USA Canada World Cup qualifier game in Nashville on Sunday, so I'll definitely be going to that. And um, I haven't decided when I'm going to record the post game because I want to do some sort of post game for that. That's that's a fairly big deal. Um, I may do it in the parking lot. I may do it in my car driving home. Although that might be a dicey proposition. I may wait until I get home, but it's a seven o'clock kick, so you figure I get out of there ten ten thirty do when I get home. I mean, you're looking at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Um, I don't know that I really want to do it that late. Do it the next morning. You kind of lost all of what's fresh in your mind. So I'm thinking uh, in the car on the way home or in the parking lot of the stadium on Sunday night is going to be the way to go. I think it also depends on, you know, what the result is and what the result against El Salvador is on Thursday. But that's just going to have to play it. Take it one day at a time. Um, so... 
I don't know. I haven't decided. Uh, I'll, uh, that's, some, that's a decision I, I will honestly, I will probably make that decision on Saturday afternoon, whether I'm going to go to the Birmingham game or not, because the game Wednesday against OKC reminded me so much of all of the games in 2020 where I just, I, I just had this sick feeling in my stomach on the way down to the stadium, and I just felt absolutely drained and bludgeoned leaving and couldn't wait to get home and completely forgot that I'd ever been there. Um, that's the feeling that Wednesday night's game gave me. So I don't know that... I want to put myself through that again on Saturday. But that's going to that's gonna be a wrap. Oh, one more thing. Uh, a little bit more shameless self-promotion as far as the U.S. Men's National Team is concerned. I did write uh, a piece for World Soccer Talk about the silly, lame, greedy strategy that U.S. soccer is using for the home World Cup qualifiers, uh, mainly playing all games except this one against Canada in tiny sub-20,000 seat stadiums so that they can charge $195 per ticket, um, as well as the fact that it has not flown under the radar at all that they're basically just giving all of the home World Cup qualifying spots to the newest MLS cities. Nashville, Cincinnati, Austin, Texas, you know, you, you, there's a pattern. Um, so that's up. I put that up on Twitter. It's up at worldsoccertalk.com if you want to read that. Um, other than that, time for me to shut this down and go to bed. I'm Lawrence Stocker, your host. You can find me on Twitter at ldoc93. You can find the 901 Soccer Podcast on Twitter at 901 Soccer Pod. You can find us on Facebook as well. That's uh, Facebook. Just search 901 Soccer and we'll pop right up. Uh, until either Saturday or Sunday, everybody be good, have fun, have a safe weekend. We'll talk to you later.